Welcome to another episode of the Nuclear Medicine and Molecular Medicine podcast and um, I do apologise for the long delays between episodes. Um, I do endeavour to get out an episode on a monthly basis from now on in. Um, It's been quite a long time and uh, and that that reflects the busyness of um, nuclear medicine and PET at the moment being a researcher there's a lot happening in the world and uh, and it'd be great to get the information out to you so if you got any ideas for new episodes if you're doing something interesting then get in touch with me at newcast.com but apart from that let's look back at the past 2011 um, a few weeks after Fukushima reactor accident and uh, I recorded an interview and I believe it's the only one that's been recorded with the doctor who was on site at the reactor um, and uh, this is fresh this is was only done a few weeks after the accident where he told us the harrowing tale of what happened to him and happened to the people of Japan uh, a terrible story and um, I'm sure we can learn a lot from it um, I'm also talking to uh, representatives of industry in Japan um, and and how it affected them we're still learning the lessons and uh, about how to communicate this effectively and uh, I'm sure you'll find this of interest um, so let your friends know about this episode it's unique um, it's special and it's the only time someone's actually spoken to the doctor who was there and really saw what was happening so um, get in touch with me um, for any feedback at nukecast.com. Um, following on from our earlier discussion at ICNIC with um, uh, Dr. Um, uh, Hiro Aito, I'm, I'm going to be speaking to um, uh, Dr. Shinro Matsuo. I apologise for my poor pronunciation of the, of, of the Japanese, um, but um, um, Dr. Um, uh, Matsuo um, uh, was, uh, uh, was uniquely involved at, uh, at, in, in the uh, uh, nuclear crisis in Japan. So I might just uh, take a few minutes to talk to him, and I appreciate him giving up his very busy time to, to talk to us about about what happened uh, in Japan. Uh, perhaps you can start by telling me uh, what happened to you personally when you first first found out about uh, the uh, the earthquake. Yeah, I uh, was told to go to Fukushima uh, as soon as I did the earthquake occur, and Japanese government uh, uh, requested me to go to Fukushima. And Kanazawa University uh, medical doctor, uh, the chief of the uh, hospital sent me to there, and uh, from Kanaza to Fukushima, it takes uh, eight hours to go by there by by, by driving by car, and uh, uh, I went to the head office of the Fukushima uh, in uh, uh, May uh, 16, and there are thousands of people. Uh, uh, there and uh, they are from uh, escaping from their house without having anything. So they are uh, nothing. They have nothing. Uh, they have no medicine. Or they have no clothes. Or they have no uh, food. Of course, I had I had nowhere to sleep. But I, I see a lot of people and uh, I uh, made a. Uh, I, I listened to their uh, what they talked to me. Uh, what they told to me is very uh, in 
place and I really feel very sorry for them. And I, uh, measuring their blood pressure, uh, they are very had hypertension and very tachycardia. And I prescribe the medicine which I bring with me, uh, beta blocker or calcium uh, antagonist. Of course, uh, before I'm uh, seeing them, I, checked in, I, I have been checking their uh, exposure to uh, radiation. I have bring with me uh, uh, checking the radiation, and if they had a, a very exposure to radiation, I send them to uh, the uh, hospital. The, after consuring, they have no uh, exposure to radiation. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Did, did, did um, um, uh, the doctor was uh, uh, Dr. Masuto was uh, is a nuclear medicine physician and a cardiologist, so uniquely qualified to do to look at the, uh, the 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 problems involved. How did you check for the radiation? Did you use a Geiger counter or a scintillation detector or? Yeah, I am a detector. I, yeah, I bring with me a detector to check the uh, decade per minute. And uh, if the patient had uh, 10,000 of uh, count, I think it is positive. And uh, uh, of course, I'm as a cardiologist and a nuclear medicine specialist. Uh, I uh, after checking, I see a patient. There are a lot of patients. I see uh, many thousands of patients per day. And uh, after uh, seeing the patient, I go to our head office of Fukushima. And, and uh, as a uh, disaster medical assistant team and as a nuclear medicine specialist, I, I have been seeing many patients. But I cannot afford to see every patient. Of course, the medicine is limited, so I only prescribe uh, three days of medicine in that patient. And uh, of course, I didn't have any ho hotel or anywhere to sleep. I sleep in the car, uh, which I uh, had, uh, by which I go, and I use the. Uh, yeah, I, I had been in the sleeping in the car, and I had been with nurses and the driver, of course, and um, only, uh, uh, on, I'm uh, only two doctors uh, in the, such a, uh, in Fukushima in that time. Uh, so um, I was really uh, feel uh, sorry for them, and I really, uh, I, uh, do as much as I, I can do, and uh, I. But uh, uh, I had no hospital uh, to send them to, because uh, because uh, hospital is not working at that time. So uh, I prescribe uh, uh, medicine to reduce blood pressure, to treat hypertension, but I think it's. Um, May not uh, may not work in some patient because uh, they have very stressful stressful and they have no sleeping time and they had really uh, feeling uneasiness. Uh, they 
some their family had died uh, because of the tsunami, and uh, uh, they they are escaping from the houses uh, without any money or any uh, uh, anything. So, well, and one thing that I uh, really feel uh, sorry for them is uh, I had no time, no time to see every uh, people because uh, uh, time is limited and I, they are waiting for my uh, medical, uh, medical assistance, but uh, they had, I can't see the, uh, the older uh, patient there. Right, that must have been very stressful to you to feel that you couldn't help. I mean, you were telling me before that you're, with the hypertension and the stress and the, and, the, and the tachycardia and so on from what happened with the, following the incident there, that, uh, that people died in front of you. Yeah, uh, some people have a very severe stage, and uh, uh, I uh, and other doctors are uh, teaming in management of the such patient and uh, my colleague uh, see the patient and patient uh, died because uh, they had uh, they cannot move to another hospital and uh, of course they they had hypertension tachycardia so beta freak broker may be effective but they uh, for the patient who need uh, medical therapy uh, to heart failure, uh, we can do uh, our ability is limited. So some, uh, there is a yeah, patient who died in that uh, um, in that area. Right. Um, what, what, what were the uh, radiation problems in that area? Were, were the workers, were they badly affected from radiation? Um, did many of them receive any serious doses? Um, well, well, the southern people which I see, uh, there is uh, no people who had a very big radiation because an uh, uh, explosion occurred on... 15th March, and uh, uh, the, the, the people which I see, which I saw, had not contaminated, and uh, uh, th there is uh, uh, very few radiation exposure, and uh, I think it's not so uh, uh, bad for the future health. But uh, uh, I. In the head office, I hear there is some people who are contaminated and who move to another uh, second stage uh, uh, facility to treat that patient. Yeah. I mean, I think I mean, we certainly heard, like from Chernobyl, that a lot of people died. More people died, or many people died, from from the stress related to the fear of radiation more than the actual radiation themselves. Is that what you found also? Yes, uh, uh, not not from the radiation itself, but from the uh, cardiovascular disease, which caused by the stressful uh, lifestyle in the uh, Fukushima, and uh, hypertension may cause uh, many cardiac events. So, uh, after 
I hear, I heard the, such a cardiovascular uh, management uh, is very rarely needed in such an uh, area in Fukushima. So uh, not a radiation, uh, but a, such a cardiovascular disease is uh, uh, very prominent because they don't have any medicine to treat uh, coronary artery disease or hypertension. They don't, they have to stop, uh, quit uh, uh, having medication uh, at that time. So I think they, uh, such management is really has been needed to the patient. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's a lesson for perhaps for emergencies in the future with serious emergencies like that, that we should be thinking about the cardiovascular consequences of the stress rather than the radiation. And, and anybody who has to task with dealing with that should be dealing with it. I appreciate your time. I know you're busy. Um, thank you very much for speaking to us. Yeah, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I really hope that uh, if they, my experience will work uh, in the future, uh, such a stage, and I, I, I thank you for your uh, time. Thank you, and, and uh, thank you for, for giving up the time. Much appreciated. From the uh, Japanese uh, radioisotope uh, uh, association, so these are people who who, who uh, really link in with all the all the all the people who have the uh, radioisotopes in Japan. And um, um, I've spoken to colleagues uh, uh, before about uh, the, uh, uh, the the terrible disaster that befell uh, Japan um, uh, and and how that's affected um, uh, what's happened in Japan and it's a very long protracted disaster. The effects are still being felt uh, in Japan and around the world. Um, and so I, I'd like to talk just very briefly about, um, about what lessons we can learn now that we look back and see what's happened. And perhaps uh, this may be very valuable lessons for people in other countries um, so that as part of their training perhaps people can learn about um, uh, perhaps learn from mistakes that were made um, and, and learn about the good things that happened in terms of communication from the nuclear medicine community uh, when accidents happen or when disasters occur. So perhaps you could uh, s uh, tell us a little bit about your perspective about what happened and, and perhaps what, uh, what was done well and what, uh, what wasn't done well and how you'd do it differently in the future. When uh, Fukushima Daiichi uh, nuclear power plant uh, the, uh, crisis happened, uh, and uh, there were uh, quite a large amount of uh, radioactivity released to the environment, uh, there have been a certain uh, a different stage of concern on among the uh, people, uh, not only those who live in the surrounding areas, but also uh, wider area, including uh, so-called Kanto, that includes Tokyo, that is the uh, east-north part of uh, Japan. The first one, uh, first concern was the uh, radioactivity in the air uh, that was caused by, caused, caused by uh, fallout of radioactivity and precipitated by rainfall 
and later uh, the concern comes from uh, contaminated foodstuff, uh, milk, uh, water, uh, vegetables and beef. And then people uh, uh, started to understand uh, uh, internal exposure, which relates uh, heavily to nuclear medicine. You know, nuclear medicine causes uh, lots of uh, internal exposures. Um, and some people uh, said the internal uh, exposure is much uh, dangerous than external uh, exposure, which is not true when uh, ex exposure is uh, expressed as uh, effective dose she built. If the uh, effective dose is the same, the uh, influence, health influence uh, should be the same. But some people think uh, internal uh, exposure is uh, much uh, dangerous as it continues. You know, uh, uh, what is uh, expressed in internal dose is committed dose that uh, calculate uh, all the doses you receive uh, uh, in the future, I mean, uh, 50 years for adults and 70 years for uh, young right. children. Uh, but they don't understand this kind of thing. And uh, it is natural uh, because uh, we haven't uh, shared the common knowledge at the uh, uh, usual st stage. And uh, this lack of uh, communications caused lots of uh, problems. So what I can propose now is it is uh, very, very important to share the appropriate knowledge and information on uh, radiation effect, especially low-dose radiation effects. And what I mean by sharing is it is necessary to be shared. Certain standard uh, knowledge should be shared among specialists, among politicians, among administrative people, and uh, the general public and between those groups. It is not easy, but we need to make lots of effort to make it possible. I think uh, uh, the uh, concern and fears to lower those radiation effect, uh, which is uh, unnecessarily can cause lots of uh, problems uh, in our country now, especially the fear among uh, young mothers who try to protect their young children uh, goes to uh, extreme. Uh, I, it is very understandable that the mothers and fathers uh, uh, try to protect young children, but uh, as they fear uh, 
radiation exposure uh, more than necessary, they restrict uh, the uh, life of young children, uh, which causes uh, harm more than possible radio, uh, uh, radioactive uh, problem. Um, uh, to, to clarify the point, I think uh, I, I guess you're trying to say is that if young children don't get eat fresh food, mm -hmm. if they don't get good exercise outside, right. then that's going to cause them harm. We know that. We know that uh, diabetes and those yeah. sorts of things are often a consequence of not eating good and not do, having good exercise, particularly when young, the habits form. So if uh, mothers are stopping their children doing that or, or having them move to un unsuitable places, this is causing harm. And we know the levels of radiation are microscopic in many respects, uh, almost undetectable or detectable to the point where it's not going to do any harm, um, um, that, uh, that this may help. Ha ha we know this is the problem, but how do you get that message across? Because it's a, it's a message of reassurance. Messages of being scared is much easier to get across than messages of reassurance. How, how do you think uh, the Society of Nuclear Medicine in America or the Australian and New Zealand Society of Nuclear Medicine or the British Nuclear Medicine Society may help uh, train or, or set plans in motion so this can happen better? What do you think we can do to help do that? As we ex have been experiencing in Japan, uh, the concern about uh, internal uh, exposure, I think nuclear medicine uh, professionals can explain uh, what is, how the uh, in, uh, internal exposure can be calculated depending on uh, dose given, administered, and uh, knowing the uh, radionuclide and radio uh, pharmaceuticals. Nuclear medicine, in nuclear medicine, we can calculate internal dose uh, very accurately, uh, depending on different age group, and uh, we have uh, conversion uh, coefficients for each organs in different age group and uh, plus uh, effective dose. It is, we know that, we have the uh, uh, values and probably uh, we need to explain to each patient uh, how it is like in a very plain understandable uh, words uh, when we have, we, uh, give the examination. By doing so, people uh, get familiar with uh, uh, internal exposure. And then if something happens, uh, some accident happens, they have better understanding of uh, internal uh, exposure from uh, uh, foodstuff and water. I think that is a uh, very important role of uh, nuclear medicine professionals uh, from now on. 
I think sometimes it's hard to get the units of radiation across in terms of explaining. I've heard some talks where people have actually given the units of radiation as bananas yes. uh, because yes. bananas have potassium, one banana unit, and in terms of potassium, perhaps that may be what, because yes. that's internal absorption. Do you think that may work? Has that worked in Japan? Well, it's not so popular, but some people are talking about the banana unit. As, uh, but, uh, each, um, uh, we have natural uh, radioactivity, and the uh, uh, largest uh, one is potassium-40. Uh, we have uh, around um, 4,000 becquerels of um, potassium-40 in 60 kilogram uh, uh, person. Yes. So uh, it is also uh, important to let people know that we have we are uh, we have been exposed to natural radiation. Yes, and people understand that in terms of carbon dating, so that's another way. So I think it's important that we get that message out now in advance of anything, and I think we can learn from the lesson Japan. I think that's very valuable. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, good. Good.